0: Previously on Klingons and Dragons. Why don't we go around and each of you say your character name and short description. Sure. So this is uh, Commander Nathaniel Fox. So yo, I'm like uh, Andal Kai. Stop, stop. You know, if you commit to that voice, you're going to have to do it for the
1: entire campaign. So my name is Bjorn and I'm a Ferengi engineer. My name is Captain Cordell Tesla Kenar.
0: As you approach the station, you receive a hail. Captain, we've received a report that the SS Tesla civilian science vessel went missing six weeks ago. The trail appears to lead to the Organ system, which has two class M planets, both populations protected under the prime directive. They're mammalian species vaguely resembling humanoid lemurs. This region is notorious for an unusual number of temporal and spatial anomalies. Normally, I'd prefer that you and your officers be given time to familiarize yourselves with your new ship, but there just isn't time. So I'd like you and your crew to um, go investigate this situation as soon as possible.
2: Captain, I recommend we we leave, and I actually like the Ferengi's suggestion that we'll just figure things out after the fact. I'm going to pretend that he said that. I don't know if he did.
3: I
1: did not say that, but okay.
0: Okay, so he agrees with me. Let's go. Thank you, Commander Fox. Thank you. Get this bucket moving. Let's go. You're pretty sure that, that there's too much interference here to teleport to the surface. You're going to have to use a shuttle. You detected a very powerful energy source about five kilometers underground, just north of the capital. So you set the shuttle down. You see the wreckage of the SS Tesla in the short distance, Trees are kind of burned and uh, you can tell that the ship crashed here. Crash ships, see the wreckage of the ss tesla in the short distance the crew cabin appears to be mostly intact Uh, this is a a small civilian version of a raven class science vessel um as you as you approach the area and look around you see two fairly recently covered um graves Mm -hmm. and a Quick tricorder scan reveals that um, one of them is human and the other is Andorian. So you're now certain that these are the crew uh, of the Tesla. How, you know, many, how people- many? How many
1: crew members were there on the Tesla? Same. Same question. <laughs> there were
0: six. Six. So, so two of them are dead. Do we
2: know how many life scans we got when we were looking for the com
0: badges? And you told us that humanoids were in the city. You picked up humans in the city, but. Um, that was the only thing you could tell for sure. Most of the life signs were were the the lemur like Lormians, but you did pick up what were definitely human life signs.
1: Yeah, that's fair, Captain. Can I uh, can I suggest we transport the remains back to the ship, both for the families of the crew members so they get a proper burial in space, as well as for autopsies? Absolutely, absolutely. No, nope. I'm assuming the runabout has a transport. Yeah, but there's on it.
2: atmospheric problems well i we, we yeah but we're really close yeah. now yeah you, you just
1: you just have a normal shuttle yeah
0: there's probably not a transporter on, yeah but it should um, have
1: a transporter on it now.
0: Uh, okay oh you you mean just to get them yeah i don't i don't think a shuttle would okay captain
2: i recommend we make a sweep of the area you can carry them, uh, it's not that far you know,
0: let's, let's see, put them on our shuttle
2: but uh, captain i make a recommendation that we investigate the area for signs of a struggle or a fight of any kind To understand exactly, can we invest? Well, actually, I should say this: Can we investigate the bodies and see the cause of death? Oh, right, we didn't bring a medical officer.
3: (laughs) Ha! Awesome. Uh, Can we? we could use a tricorder to figure out some of it. Can we? Yeah, either
2: that. I want to basically do two things: I want to understand how they died. I also want to look for any signs of a firefight. Okay. Yes,
3: absolutely. And and we need to see if if anything was taken away from here. So if there's other humans in in the city, then we need to figure out which way they went. Or if they have other vehicles that they get there with,
0: it's it's pretty hard for you guys to distinguish between what could have been energy weapon discharge and all of the um, the explosive burns from the ship crashing. Um, you don't see, you don't detect any really obvious signs. Um, There's just kind of
1: charred uh, vegetation around. The crash so ship. i want to i want to take a look at the ship and see what kind of condition it's in okay is there power to it is it can i run diagnostics on it is it just track water? Any big parts missing so you find a um any parts
3: missing any parts missing
0: <laughs> i mean it, it it crashed here it's mostly in one piece but um go ahead and do a uh insight engineering
1: and uh i'm using focus because i have small craft as one of my focuses okay I like it. Crit. Nice. Good work. What was the difficulty?
0: We'll call it difficulty two. Does it matter?
1: <laughs> it does because then I get an extra... Uh, you get momentum. Then yeah. I get, I get a momentum.
0: Okay, so you can tell that the, uh, the warp core in this ship had been shut down, which is what prevented it from exploding when it crashed. Um, there is emergency power... Operating, but um, it's it's pretty clear to you that, that the ship has been damaged beyond repair. Um, Can I ask about that there, second question? Oh, sorry. Continue. My apologies. Go go ahead. I was going to say
2: my second. Uh, there was the other question about um, what sort of happened. Basically, what happened here? Like, do we see signs of phaser blasts? Do we see signs of a physical struggle? Do we see signs of looting of the ship?
0: Things like that. Um, there is. There is just enough power for you to make a scan of the computer systems um, so if you go ahead and do um, I guess insight engineering
1: commander again. i'm going i'm going attempt to get uh, yeah, you do this. The, uh, <laughs> the most recent log perfect um, available from computers thank you burn okay the um, the primary data cores
0: all of the crew logs. And um personal personal files, uh messages and and all of that appear to have been removed. That's interesting. So removed. Um, hmm. that's like it. A- so it looks like it it's really hard for you to tell what, what happened aside from the warp core shut down, so obviously the ship was not on full power, and enough people survived that they sort of you know, collected all of their, um, as much quote unquote, incriminating evidence as they could, um, before leaving or whatever, however they left the area. Cause there's nobody yeah. around. So it
3: looks like they, they were being good or Starfleet officers.
2: Do we think just, this is a question, um, amongst the group, as well as the GM, just based on our research about the population here, are they the uh, do we think they're advanced enough to to pull off sort of what I would call a heist and clean job?
3: I I kind of doubt it.
2: I, are they are they sophisticated enough to do something like what we think has been done here? The natives of the planet, you mean?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: I don't think they are.
3: Oh, did I just blow your mind? They're lemurs.
0: Come on. I don't know. I don't know that enough is known about their um, about their culture. Okay um but you, you, get, you, you get my
2: question though like i 'm basically trying to figure out like if this if this was if this was a civilization that was like completely underdeveloped, then they aren't. I get that, but like do I have some sense of like, yeah, they could have done this, or I think mm. there's a third party at play i
0: I
3: think techno- I think it's the Starfleet officers
0: technologically speaking, well they 're not starfleet they 're civilian. No, no, the federation uh, yeah, yeah. scientists. Yeah, yeah, yeah but um, I'm just trying to get uh, a sense
2: of who do I think is the culprit. Basically, is basically it, what I'm going down. It,
0: everything Starfleet knows about um, the Lormians is that they are they're peaceful and um, okay. That's helpful. So, sort of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cute, Co-le- like <laughs> like g- g- global society work together. So it doesn't. They don't seem like from what you know, which is not a lot, right? It doesn't seem in keeping with their nature. Okay, that's exactly what I was going for. Thank you. Um, somebody can do a reason and science check to um, to see any other systems operating still in the in the crashed ship. It's not me. I got it. I got an eight and a two, so I'm not our, sure our, I can. Our Betazoid science officer is still here, though. I don't hear him if he's talking. He did get one and one. Yeah. So I'll. If, if he's going to keep doing that accent, it's probably for the best that we. The captain
3: here. wants to stretch his legs here, so the captain's going to try it.
0: His vocal cords were damaged as we land.
2: I just sort of hit the brake really hard. Like smacked right, in the throat. Yeah, yeah smacked perfect. right in the thorax.
0: That is he, can, he can only talk with sign language. Just but like, he did uh, succeed that new movie
1: with John Krasinski. Mute or shape of water? There's two of them. Uh, don't don't speak. I think. Sorry, it's are we going to tentacle porn um, or uh, fish porn? Wait, what? Fishborn, yes.
0: Wait. Okay. What? Um, wait. What?
1: That devolved
0: quickly. Yes, it did. The uh, the science officer tells you, since we don't hear him, that um, can you
3: wait? Wait, wait! You have to do it in the voice. Yeah, I'm
0: not going to do that. <laughs> that would be so funny. I, I did consider it for a second. Um, Good. That the internal sensors of the ship are still functioning and, in fact, transmitting. And just as he says that, uh, you hear the sound of a of a flying craft landing nearby. A flying craft. Yep, yep. A flyer, a flyer. Landing
3: nearby. Okay. Like, does it sound like our flying craft? Like a drone?
1: Maybe. Okay. I I draw my weapon and hide in the ship because that's something I would do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so we'll go into the next scene. A sudden breeze stirs up ash from the crash site as several flyers come out of the cover of trees and settle on the ground nearby. Mm. A half dozen humanoids jump out of each one. They are slight of build and, on average, shorter than humans, and are covered with a light coat of fur and have large, lemur-like eyes. They move with graceful agility as they point energy weapons of some kind in your direction.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Rule of acquisition number one twenty five. You can't make a deal when you're dead.
3: So I, I, as the captain, I walk out and I put my hands up towards them and I try to diffuse the tension here and start to talk to them.
2: Yeah, because he can't role play. I speak for him like I always do and say, (laughs) my apologies. Um, we are guests upon your planet. We, uh, we were seeking our fallen comrades. This was their vessel. Um, Oh uh, yeah! Isn't this the uh, captain's job? Hey, Andalkai is back. Well, we tried to do that, but he said he just said I talk, and so I was just trying to. Oh, I
0: thought it was just, that's what he did.
2: All right, go for it, Captain. I
3: step back. All right. So, I, well, first I'm trying to see if they communicate. So I'm trying to say hello. How are you? Are they talking back? Are they just pointing? Okay.
0: A weapon still. A female Lormian who looks slightly older approaches you and uh, and introduces herself. Uh, I am. Captain Thema, I am Captain Canar. Please identify yourselves.
3: Of the great ship USS Pike.
0: Hmm. Um, we've encountered some of your people from this crashed vessel. They are safe in our capital city, uh, Lorm. That is that is good
3: to know. We 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 came to rescue them.
0: Oh, good. Well, they they are safe now. Um, if you would like to come with us, uh, we can take you to them.
3: Okay. Uh, we we will come with you. I think that's
1: a great idea,
3: and we'll I'd love to learn more about your people.
1: Captain, should we follow them in our ship as opposed to riding in their ship? Oh, we we can we can take you on our vessels. There's there's plenty of
0: room. It's the most efficient form of travel on Lormy.
3: <laughs> if that if that's permissible. Uh, I mean, that may be true.
2: That's sweet sweet of you. I would
3: I would prefer. Yeah, I would prefer that if it's if it's all right with you. I will I will fly with you because and splitting the party is my always. My will follow yeah. behind, in our ship.
0: Um you probably i mean you can do that but do you want to take your starfleet shuttle into a city protected by
1: the prime directive? Probably a good idea to not do that. Although oh, they've got this yeah. ship here so you know. Yeah,
3: that's not a good idea. You're right. No.
1: Oh, yeah, that's this fine. Is, this is great GMing.
3: No, I think that's I think that's a G, good GM call there. We should not do that. Okay, so we're gonna, s- we're all going to get on this ship. We're going to We're going to leave our ships here because I think they, they I think even they, I say, could you give me one minute so I can talk to my crew? Um, Of course, Captain. And I'll turn around and talk to them. And it's like, I think it's a good idea if we leave it here. And they, these people may not want any of this to get out either. So we might be able to get out of here with little damage to the population.
1: Okay. So I come
3: out of the ship. So let's, let's go do this. We're going to come out. I say so my crew and I are going to ride with you to the city.
0: Okay. Um Captain, before we leave, I have to ask you to turn over your weapons. There are no uh, outsider weapons allowed in the city of Lorm.
3: Um my my culture doesn't believe in weapons. None of these are really weapons.
0: I'm okay I'm okay turning mine over. I'm uh,
3: just kidding. So we're gonna hand over our weapons to them.
1: What is what how well how well are these people dressed?
0: They have fur. Um, they appear to be some sort of, uh, security or military forces. They're in uniforms. They're in like, nice uniforms or are they kind of tattered a little bit? Um, sure. They're, they're like Bajoran uniforms,
1: only they're more orange than yellow. Okay. Cause number rule of acquisition, number 47, never trust a man wearing a better suit than you own than your own. So they're wearing fur coats. Just saying, it might not be a good idea to trust them. They're wearing fur coats. Okay.
0: Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you guys come down disguised in like robes or something?
3: They are dressed better than you.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Remember, the bigger the smile, the sharper the knife. So you guys, um, hand over your
0: weapons and uh, and join the security troops on their flyers. Let me jump ahead here a little bit. You guys went through that faster than I thought you might try to fight them. What? Why?
2: Okay. Prime Directive. You just are like, hey, Prime Directive.
0: Hey, by the way, Prime Directive.
2: Hey, did you know this Prime Directive is coming out? Why up? would we fight? And you're like, so you, you, didn't, you didn't try to how, murder them? You how how didn't try to murder ears? them? What? How big are their lobes? I, I like the I like the confidence um, our GMM has. You didn't try to just destroy them in their p- piles of blood everywhere.
0: Not pools, but piles. Uh, Th- they have they have relatively small ears, okay, compared to Ferengi.
1: Then they're probably not very smart.
0: Okay, um, you fly over uh, a fairly advanced city. It looks a little bit like Wakanda, and um, that's that's m- more quality GMing. <laughs> I'm just going to co-opt recent uh, uh, cultural <laughs> icon. Haven't seen it yet. C- come on captain it's about black people you, you still haven't seen ready player one i mean if you haven't seen
1: that black yet.
0: panther came out in 2017 let's, let's let's get moving okay they take you to their central headquarters um it's a massive building with high ceilings and glass walls and if you if you look a little closer uh the the glass walls appear to be made of an opaque amber uh you're wow. taken to Birdies. a big room that overlooks the city and there you can see dense misty forests beyond uh the most striking thing about the building is that it appears to be a, an enormous living tree um in fact if you if you look out across the city i am groot yes if you look out across <laughs> the city a lot of the Lormian dwellings appear to be made of trees uh, still living um, living spaces are naturally grown inside the trunks, and there's a there's a soft moss lining the floor instead of uh, like a carpet damn, I love this place this is awesome um, in in this room you find four surviving scientists um, and they they come up to greet you you see um a slightly older human male um, and a human female roughly the same same age um, a younger uh, male trill, probably probably about late twenties, the host anyway and um and another younger this actually doesn't say on this list um human
1: sir not appearing in this picture
0: yes yeah, sir not appearing in this film um and a, and a human female who's i said the troll is male didn't i human female uh early 30s
3: okay well i walk up to them and i say hello my name is uh, captain
1: kinar i'm sorry are we on pandora what
3: my name's captain kinar may i
0: uh know who all of you are um the older man introduces himself as Doctor Emmett Sherman. Says, "Captain, I'm the lead astrophysicist of uh, of the SS Tesla." The older woman um, follows him and says, "I'm Doctor Norma Grange, a physicist." The trill man introduces himself as uh, Doctor Ormu Faz, uh, chemist and xenobiologist. And last but not least, the uh, younger human female introduces herself as Doctor Sia Lort, uh, doctor and um, biologist, medical doctor.
3: So I turn, I turn to Commander Fox. And I'm like academics, am I right?
2: Yes, Captain. They are indeed classified as the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's clear to you that um, Doctor Sherman is the. Is the leader? He also, I believe, said that. Um,
3: yeah. So, uh, so I'll ask him why. Why did you come to uh, Organ Three, Uh
0: Captain? We were uh, cataloging spatial anomalies in the area, and we were struck by an unexpected gravimetric wave. Uh, it knocked out our warp drive, as well as some of our other systems, including comms. So we were unable to signal for help. Um, we managed to limp to this system and tried to set the ship down here, but um, there was just too much damage, and, and we crashed, as you saw. Right.
3: So why are you here? Like, did they come and bring you into the city as they did us?
2: And also, what happened to your other two crewmates who we found
0: uh, deceased at the wreckage? Well, uh, Commander, Captain Forrest, our, our commanding officer... He died attempting to patch together our warp drive. Um there was an explosion in the console and uh yeah. Um the uh Andorian and our crew Ibab Tivet uh died in the crash unfortunately. I I took command of the mission after after the captain's death. Um the the Lormians, the natives here, unfortunately detected our our crash and arrived soon after. Um, we opted to accompany them back to their capital city, hoping that we could um, find a way to contact the Federation.
1: And here and here we are. Ferengi are not responsible for the incompetence of other species. So, uh,
3: Doctor Had, did you take any of the data from the ship? Did you try to? download any of that destroy any of the evidence of to limit uh, cultural contamination
0: it's a great question um i mean yeah we took we took all of our um our data cards and and important um uh re- scan results and uh, and research that we had um we brought we brought with us but as as you see here we are
3: okay so so you've not like given them any technology thus far
0: um i mean not as such so and as you're talking to the scientists um an older male lormian uh, approaches you and, and and cuts in on the conversation um excuse me if 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 i may if i may interrupt here um our our planet is suffering geologic distress. I'm sure you have witnessed the uh, the electromagnetic disturbance in the atmosphere. It's wreaking havoc with our our, our planetary comm systems, um, and uh, we're free, we're experiencing very frequent earthquakes. And our scientists tell me that our planet. Is is probably going to break up within a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. You should find your strongest baby and put it in a crystal and ship it off to Earth. I've
2: seen how this skull goes down. He'll become a god among men. Mo- Moses, baby. Well, and then he'll be killed by a man in a bat suit. But that's beyond the point. So, when did this all start?
3: That these, this, uh, these storms and all of that.
0: Um, it's it's probably been been building for for a number of years um just a sort of gradual increase but it's the the effects are becoming exponential so we
2: are are you seeking help are you seeking what is your solution to this problem
0: um at this point the uh dr sherman interrupts and says um captain the lormians told us of their situation and um we have We agreed to help them uh, because we're we're scientists and humanitarians and that's that's part of our part of our um mission our mission How have you agreed to help them uh, so they have plans already to um, evacuate their people to the second planet or two mm-hmm. um, without our help, we think they can save a few hundred. Of their people with their with the technology that they have mm-hmm. um but without um without our help or hopefully yours um they won't have enough genetic uh diversity in their race to, to survive yeah. b- beyond a couple generations
3: so we did detect an energy source here and we'd like to know a little bit more about that
1: Okay, wait, I got an idea. Let's have them all move through a cave, and as they're moving through, we will transport them to our ship, take them to the other planet, have them come out of another cave <laughs> do, do we, on the other side. No PD violated. Hopefully.
3: Lieutenant. Lieutenant.
1: Hopefully yeah, Worf yeah. doesn't get accidentally seriously injured. Lieutenant Bourne.
3: Do, do we even have a holodeck?
1: Wait, Sorry. Go ahead. What, uh, <laughs> I don't think what, we have a holodeck. What? Which series was that?
0: I remember that.
1: No, that was that was the next generation.
3: <laughs> yeah. Are we next generation time period? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, we are. Okay, so we got holodeck.
3: Maybe. Well, we haven't even had time to look at this ship. Do we have a? Do we have a ten? Okay, forward? so
0: the the native Lormians have limited uh, um, space travel capability already, but they're pre warp. Um so But I but I did
3: ask about the energy source. Like where is this this large energy source that you have?
0: Um we we detected that ourselves and um it it may be connected but but we can't we can't tell without um without the scanners from our ship.
3: Well so so what what what's the what's the older lemur's name?
0: Um what's the older lemur's the name? The older lemur is Chief Minister Turel.
3: So Chief Minister Turrell, um, would you permit us to go back to our ship to get some of these scanners to see if we can determine what that energy source is?
0: Um, certainly captain, uh, the, the, the scientist here tells me that you arrived in a, in a ship that is beyond our technology and, um, might be able to, uh, determine better what, um, what this energy source is that they've detected.
3: We can. We also need to worry about some of our culture, which is something called the prime directive, where we have to minimize the amount of interference we have with the culture. So uh, we do want to help you. And since since we already have interacted with you and had first contact... Uh, we do want to continue to see if we can help you, but instead of evacuating your planet... Yeah, they're not warp capable. Instead of evacuating your planet, we think it would be better if we could see if we could stop what's going on here first.
0: Of course, Captain, anything you can um, you can discover or or any aid you could provide would be greatly appreciated by me and my people.
3: So give me a few minutes with my team here, and let me see if what we can uh, come up with. Certainly.
1: Uh, I think we should... Um... Capture all the people who've seen us or been involved, and somebody gag, uh, somebody gagged up Bringy right now. Erase, erase their memory. Oh but first, gosh. while we have them under, we should take all their valuables. We I, do they have gold? Do they have platinum? This is why. This
3: is do why. Your room Latinum? on the ship is the break. Anyway,
0: well, that's one. That's 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 one option. In the background, you can see a news report where uh, a Lormian is interviewing one of the scientists from the Tesla. Oh, okay. And ah uh, oh, hell. And and she's she's telling them all about the Federation.
1: Are you serious? <laughs>
2: fucking bitch. Is that, is that legit? <laughs> that fucking bitch. Is it on Fox News? Um, no, oh, no, not on this planet. Fox? F-O-C-K-S. <laughs> <laughs> I set up a corporation while I was here. Um, No, the, if lemurs would not like foxes, that would be bad. It's the orangutan news. Do, can I ask a question? Because this is something that's unclear to me the scientists don't under don't fall under the prime directive. Do they like they're, 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 they're in, Absolutely they're independent, they right? No,
0: they're civilians. So, no, but they're no.
3: damaging, they're damaging the right to actually go out with federation to do anything like this again. Yeah. So. They,
2: that may be true. But my, my thinking here is like, can we support the scientists in a way that we don't get in trouble? You know, you see where I'm going with this? Like
3: if at this point we've had first contact. So I think the, everything's off the table. Well, that's not entirely
2: true. I mean, how we
3: proceed... We need to minimize it.
2: Yeah, how we proceed definitely affects it. Um, I agree. My thinking is, you know, do we need to check in with Starfleet Command and see what their take on things are? Not that I don't trust you, Captain, but you did lose a ship. Well, part of the problem is
3: we're in the expanse.
2: No, we can't communicate. We're
3: we're barely, barely able to talk to our ship and then we're going to be able to talk back to the space station. Yeah. So what's the
2: what's the plan of getting them to Oregon 2? What's they they said there was a plan. What exactly is that plan?
3: We've got. Um, I think they probably have some very crude. I think they have some very crude ships that they're going to send people over to that other planet and hope for the best. We
1: should. Yeah. Through this atmosphere, we should remember uh, rules of acquisition number twenty nine and thirty. First, what's in it for me? And two, confidentiality equals profit. So the prime directive is the confidentiality part of this. Mm-hmm. So how many people are I,
3: I'm going to ask the the, the 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 chief? What what was he again? To Paul, um, I forgot his name. Chief T- Minister, Torrell. Yeah, Torrell. So Chief Minister Torrell, how many how many uh, Lormians are there on this planet?
0: They have they have a relatively low population um, compared to Earth. There are about 17 million.
3: I mean, there's trees everywhere. You can't have that many. <laughs>
1: they're all right here. And how many were they going to be able to rescue to the new planet?
3: Uh, Hundreds. A few hundred. Hundreds. Yeah. So they're talking about putting them in shuttles, like three shuttles and shipping them over there. That's what they're talking about.
1: I am gonna point out that if everybody on this planet dies, then we have not violated the Prime Directive. That's an interesting point. No, we still
2: violated it. So he's lawful evil,
3: okay. I think <laughs> right. so our first so the first the first thing we need to do is see if we can stop what's happening and I think that energy source has a lot to do with it. Mixing these two cultures together from what we know about the medieval nut jobs on the other one, we don't want to put them over there. It would just be a mess.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I agree, Captain. I, I think they might just get slaughtered at the next, in the next home and cause more problems. I think the Prime
3: Directive won't uh, support us in doing that because now we'll be taking one culture we've already contaminated and mixing it with another one that we'll be helping to contaminate. I agree, Captain. S-
2: saving the planet is a much more viable option if we can investigate the uh, source of the problem.
3: Do you throw up a little bit every time you have to say, I agree with you, Captain? Just a little bit in your mouth? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, Captain. <laughs> so, so we need to call up to the ship and we need, the uh, uh, commander born or not commander Lieutenant Lieutenant commander, right? Lieutenant commander born. Yeah. Uh, start, so start working with your team up in the in- engineering. If you can get through to them and see if you can do some better scans, refine the, yeah. the beams to see if we can get some better scans. The rest of us, we're going to try to figure out how to get down to this energy source.
1: So where was the energy source relative to the uh, crash site?
0: It's under the city, in the capital. It's under the capital. Yeah, we're it's, in the
1: capital. It's closer to the capital city. Okay, so can we ask, like the the commander or the 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 person here, if there's uh, any underground tunnels or anything around here that, that would get us closer because it's down underground, right? The energy source. Yes. So
3: so, chief minister, chief minister, um, did I get that right chief minister terrell yeah so we need to find out a little bit more about about this energy source and what you know about it uh if there's ways to get to it and if you can tell us anything further about it because we need to help you with this
0: honestly captain this this is the first we're hearing about it um our our technology is not such that we we could detect this uh this energy signature um But perhaps from your vessel, you might be able to find out more.
1: So is there uh,
0: someplace we can maybe, you know, scan for entrances or something? Scan your mom for entrances last night. He's always looking for holes. Yeah,
3: there you go. (laughs) Um,
0: From the shuttle, you should be able to do that.
3: So we're going to have to fly the shuttle over here. But I think if we can do that in a way that we can stay away from most of the population...
1: Why don't we just use, like, a cloaking device?
3: No, we don't have one of those.
1: No ship that small has a cloaking device. Plus, it's a violation of the uh, of the treaty with the, the Klingons.
3: The one that they break all the time, you mean?
1: No, they don't break the treaty.
3: Those dirty fucking... Yeah, they do.
1: Did you know nothing? They're Did you know, know nothing from the USS Pegasus? Come on. So, uh... So... I know what that treaty's called, and now that's
0: gonna bug me. Is this the Sokovia Accords? No, that's not it. <laughs> that's, that's right. totally this it is, this is this is not the mcu so again i think
3: uh lieutenant commander born and commander and uh, lieutenant no lieutenant commander kai and lieutenant born
0: they're both lieutenant commander lieutenant commander
3: everybody's i mean jeez all right so lieutenant commanders i want the two of you to head back with some of the Lorien Lorians. Lormians. Lormians. Lormians and get the shuttle and bring it back over here and do some scans on your way back.
0: The Treaty of Algeron. Is that it? That doesn't sound right either.
3: Because we're splitting this party. F- Fla- no, maybe not.
0: Flowers for Algernon?
1: Yeah, the Treaty of Algeron. So I think,
3: and then Commander Fox and I will stay here and continue to poke around. Agreed. Just, Sounds good. Oh, poke around with some of the Lormians, if you know what I mean.
0: Okay, so Commanders Kai and Bjorn, uh, accompanied by a pair of... Um, lormian security troops uh fly back to the shuttle and fly around the city looking for uh making scans for this this energy signature uh so give me uh reason science basic scanning check
1: what's the difficulty what am i getting
0: what am i doing um it's difficulty too but uh, you can assist if um, you can role play it.
1: Uh, the sounds the the sounds cutting in and out on me. I don't know what I am supposed to be doing. Uh, Commander Kai is scanning the
0: energy signature. Uh, if you are with him in the shuttle, you can assist the shuttle. Okay, so
1: I will help by uh, uh, boosting the power to the to the uh, sensors sensors by uh, routing it through the warp core. Okay. Uh, Control engineering, though I don't think shuttles have warp cores. And what's the role of reason engineering or reason science? Control engineering. Control engineering.
0: Okay, so you guys
1: get. I rolled a one. What did. He rolled two successes. Okay. So. Do we uh, get two momentum? No, I have to pick one of the momentum. Do you? I think you have two. I have two now. You have two? I used one before. Okay. Got it. I have two now, so we have two moment, group momentum and two, and I have two.
0: Okay. Uh, you discover that the energy emissions, um, whatever is causing those energy emissions, uh, is harming the planet, and it comes from a location. It's about five kilometers below the planet's surface. Um, as you scan the area around the city, the uh, the woods, you see that there is a series of natural caves. Uh, that appear to lead down to that energy source. Sounds
1: intriguing. It's what I said. It's what I said. There are caves. <laughs> <laughs> caves, caves of, of wonder. wonder. There are caves of light.
3: Seventeen million people in caves. So
1: you're gonna yes.
0: fly your shuttle into the city? No. And that was pick not up my. No. Captain of first officer. No, they need to
2: leave it outside mm. the city. And...
1: Yeah, I think we'll take the. Radio. Yeah, I think
2: we don't want to, The We're shuttle be close. We're trying to reduce
3: contamination
1: here. Yeah. Regardless. I think we're just gonna we're gonna ask them to take us back. Okay, so you you contact them. Don't we have security people with us to communicate
0: to ask for it? Um, you do, but their their long range communications are
1: are being right. interfered with by the, the storms. Did they just drop us off and leave us here?
3: <laughs> no, I'm sure they stayed. They went with so, you.
0: Yeah, no, they're there are two
1: with you in the shuttle. I'm just asking. Can we get back the same way we came out? Can I just download the map um, by tricorder? Yeah, you you could fly back.
0: Um, so they they left a flyer at the at the crash yeah, site. Yeah, that's what
1: that, I think that's what it is. It's to pilot, so you can go back there. Yes. Well, so. Captain, you're not allowed to tell us anything. It's you're still in the city, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah, we're gonna take back in that in that uh, shuttle and uh, see if we can tell the captain what happened when we get back. Agreed.
0: So you take the shuttle to the crash site. The Lormian flyer takes you back to the city, um, and you brief. The captain of first officer hey how was it guys hi is there anything you guys want to do or say actually commander fox ask them if they have any apples yes what what, what were you gonna ask me one of the scientists uh the trill probably hot for you male says that he will come with you and commander you recognize his uh surname faz mm. as this being the same as one of your uh professors at starfleet academy oh okay you know what a trill is oh i i forgot fox might not know what trill are you know what trill is uh,
2: uh i forget actually um, my apologies so you have not watched ds9 they're
3: a paris not a parasite they're a symbiotic uh, symbiote there's a symbiote that 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 actually combines with another species and they they actually the symbiote's usually hundreds of years old hmm. okay um yeah, so you so might I, know this person,
2: yeah, so I basically would give some inquiry there to ask you know um I drop a few names, I drop a few references and and sort of try to ascertain whether or not this is a, somewhat of a relative of my former uh mentor or teacher okay
1: so so before you move on to that just so you know the uh the the way that trill species are named uh-huh. is the first name is the name of the host the second name is the name of the symbiont. Oh. So so the symbiont would have been someone you knew as an instructor at Starfleet. Oh,
2: I see. So it's probably a descendant. It's probably the actual but, but in a
0: different form body. It's, probably the real it's, I understand. it's not the
1: same person, but it's the it's The same uh, symbiont, but a different overall being. Okay. That
3: could have memories of you.
2: Okay. So, yeah, I would would go up to uh, that person and uh, and sort of look at them sort of in the eye, give a little smirk, and kind of say,
0: do I know you? Do you know me? (laughs) Uh, I believe that um, you knew uh, Professor Faz back at Starfleet Academy. Faz, my my goodness, yes. One of the
2: most influential people in my life in terms of setting me on this path. I always knew I wanted to be a Starfleet officer, but Faz really taught me about the merits of the Starfleet code, how to be an officer and how to project oneself towards their future. Yes,
0: absolutely. Thank you, Commander. I know that um, she always prided herself on trying to help her students reach their their full potential which you appear to be well on your way toward uh toward attaining why
2: why thank you i appreciate that i feel there's some familiarity here if as we're having
0: this conversation do i know you um i i believe you were you were one of uh the professor's students
2: well yes yes absolutely i i unequivocally i mean she was a great influence in
0: my career trajectory um she she the the symbiote that i that i carry um is the very same uh, the professor was her host uh two hosts ago oh you're two back so you were were once a part of her that's correct
2: you're old correct. and how much by, i'm i'm still trying to understand this but it sounds intriguing how much of her have you retained in your current form um
0: my personality is is that of of my host or Orimu. Mm. um but i carry the memories and experiences of all of uh faz's previous hosts well well this
2: is quite delightful and unexpected it is an absolute pleasure to be in your presence of course um i hope that given our current circumstances we can help you
0: as as much as possible um i i agree commander i i would like nothing more than to uh to, d- to discover the mysteries of, of this planet and and hopefully get to know you better hopefully save these people
2: may i ask how did you sort of come into this particular host how does that occur your sort of so i say jumping from <laughs> particular body to body um
0: it's it's a a traditional um ritual among the trill people when when a host is near death to, um, Mm. preserve the symbiote, uh, by transferring it to, to a new body, to a new host.
2: Well, obviously, you know, Faz was a trusted advisor and I count you among my trusted inner circle as well. And so I am pleased to make your acquaintance. And, um, if you are anything like, you know, the mentor that I remember, obviously, I think we will work extremely well together.
0: I, I agree. Commander.
2: Is there anything I can personally do to be of assistance to you or your cause at this time that you would care to share that I can make sure that we are working to all of our best
0: interests? Um, to, to the contrary, I, I would like to accompany uh, you and your captain into these caves to find out everything we can about this, mm-hmm. this energy source that we detected.
2: Well, uh, I leave it to my captain, but if I can speak for my former, uh, like I said, academic mentor, uh, I believe this person to be worthy and probably uh, very insightful to what we are trying to uncover as we learn more about the secrets of this planet and exactly what is happening to it. Captain, do you have any uh, objection to her joining?
3: I have none. I think I up to your recommendation, sir. Let's uh, take her along. Then uh, –
1: Yeah, um, I'm okay with that. uh, Just Before we move on, just as a a couple of background on Trill on that. Uh, So Trill kind of remember their past lives as memories that someone else experienced, but they remember them, if that makes any sense. In addition, if you want to get kind of a context to things, uh, Captain Sisko from Deep Space Nine uh, referred to Jadziadex, who was a young woman, as Old Man and cuz they knew each other very well or the Dax Ambient knew very well Cisco and uh she accepted that as from a previous life but they generally try to distance themselves from previous lives.
3: Yeah, I think there's a pretty good scene in like the right. second the second deep space 9 about the two of them starting to talk or the third.
0: Yeah, there there are a couple interesting uh Dax focused episodes in DS9. Okay, so you guys—they're
1: also like little you, worms you that go in tools have weapons. when they're not in symbionts, By the way, and just, they're
3: delicious.
1: They are delicious. They make the best sushi.
3: <laughs> did did Born just say that in front of the? Uh, hmm. So we're we gonna keep going, they, or it is they call them. 10. They're known
1: as Dax rolls. <laughs> nice spicy dax rolls <laughs> spicy <What>? dax roll, <laughs> spicy crunchy dax
0: roll okay go ahead gm okay so you guys prepare to leave and uh one of you remembers that uh, that you're still unarmed
1: that would clearly be me i would say yes. you can't oh yeah well when the security person do that you can't make a deal when you're dead we need our weapons oh so i'll have to ch- ask the chief
3: minister uh, we, we really could use our weapons back to protect ourselves of what we're going to face.
0: Um, she tells you that uh, there is no Second Amendment on Orgun 3, <laughs> and uh, civilian
1: weapons are, are strictly
0: banned. I
3: am not a civilian. But we will
0: be outside of the
3: city. Color
1: her we outside of the city.
3: And we will be outside of the city. So we need your people to take us back to our ship, which we will be outside of the city at that point. And you can hand over our weapons at that point.
0: Okay. Give me a presence and command. Uh,
1: command. What's the difficulty? And it's two dice. So somebody else should help that. Maybe the, the lieutenant. It's difficulty two. Commander? Like,
3: no, I have a focus of diplomacy. So I'm going to use a focus of diplomacy to help out.
1: Yeah, but still, we should have somebody helping out by doing something. you not me. You do have some momentum. I could
3: use momentum. We should use momentum. I'll use one momentum, and that gets me three dice plus my focus. And I'm rolling the task roll, ready? Oh,
0: two and a and a complication. Oh yeah. Um, but that's a complication? Okay. Um I'm going to go ahead and add threat. So the the chief minister agrees to give you two of your weapons back. Um, but he he looks you know kind of kind of resigned to forlorn to be making this so- concession. So you guys figure out who's the best shot, and okay,
3: we'll make sure that that happens. So, Commander Fox, mm,
1: not me. I go up to the uh, like the 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 person's a female, right? Male. No, male. Uh, um, are there any women involved? I just want to see if I can get some um-ox. Some What? Some umocks. I, I I grab the Ferengi by the back. <laughs> the back I just want to know. You just got to rub my ears. We walk
3: out the door. Oh right. Uh... I'm going to rub your ears in a minute Gross. and we drag him out of the
0: door. Okay. So the, um, the Lormian security take you back to the shuttle. Uh, they decide to send one of their security troops with you since you're partially unarmed. Um, and the scientist, uh, or he goes with you as well. Um,
3: what kind of weapons do the Lormians carry? Are they projectile? Uh, they're or they they're energy base?
0: weapons. They're, they look short of like a sort of like a short spear, but um, hmm. they appear to be energy weapons. I guess you haven't seen them discharged at this point, but cuz we didn't oh. attack like Dennis thought we would. No, nope, no, nope, it's true.
3: So we're standing outside of the of the ship and I I pulled the commander pulled commander Fox to the side to discuss something with him out out of range of of the Lormian. Mhm. Let's so, yeah, Commander, I think we need to stun this for me and and leave him here. I, I want your recommendation. Because I don't think we need to take him with.
2: Uh, I'm a little bit I mean, I this is the uh this is the thing with the symbiote, right? No.
0: No, no,
1: the, no, the furry the symbiote's
2: one. Symbiote's fine. That's no, the trill. It's,
0: it's one of the natives.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, well, if we stun, I mean, so I think uh Fox, the um the commander would feel very conflicted about that. Um,
3: okay, that's why I'm asking
2: you. Yeah, I mean, I think I would feel, I, I'm I'm a very trusting person by nature, you know, I believe in the good of all. So, I may be the wrong, I mean, if you were looking for someone to, to sort of um, vindicate,
3: that's your decision what we, validate. That's not why we have first officers. Our first officers are there to keep <laughs> us in check.
2: Yeah, I would say that I would not feel comfortable with that decision. Um, I think there are other in our party, and I sort of, like, sort of nod my head at the Ferengi who would probably agree with you if you want to ask their opinion but uh, you're not going to get my support on that particular decision
3: I, I appreciate your opinion sir and we all get on the ship
0: Thanks so much for listening. This has been Klingons and Dragons, Episode 2, Part 1B of the Star Trek Adventures episode, Decision Point, by Ian Lemke. Special thanks to Geek Scholars Movie News, The Front Porch, and Modifius Entertainment. More information about the show can be found on our website, KlingonsandDragons.com. There you find episode summaries and our contact forms. We love hearing from our listeners. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere podcasts are found. And while you're there, if you leave us a review, we'd appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.
2: You're all going to watch for me on the Masters, nice. right? I'll be there Sunday. What, at Augusta? Yeah.
1: Did you hear what they banned? No, what? Don't do this, man. I'm just saying you'll get kicked out. When somebody tees off, what? you can't cheer. Dilly dilly. Oh, yeah.
2: well, thanks for that, because I say that all the time. I'm just letting As you know. As you all know, I just go around yelling at people all the time on the Metro. Dilly dilly. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. But yeah, I appreciate the update. So we're going to ha- drive halfway tomorrow to Raleigh
1: and then... Uh, go to the Whiskey Kitchen and yell at Aaron. Yeah, should. How far away is he in Raleigh? I think so. Yeah, he's a manager at the Whiskey Kitchen downtown.
2: Oh, gosh. I'm totally scheming right now. <laughs> I got to figure out how to break away from the family and go over there. And
0: just... He, he just accepted a side quest. I did <laughs>
3: accepted a, a side,
0: side quest, quest. A side <laughs> quest. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
0: perfect.